Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two. Hola, I'm Cindy, missionary to Mexico for the last 30 years. And we're missing our friend Paula today. She's actually traveling with her mom, and so she's unable to be with us. But we're so glad you listening friends are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. In most parts of the world, schools are taking breaks to sort of reset for the upcoming school terms. That's also a great time for families to spend extra opportunities to relax, to catch up on other work, and to explore places together. Whether you send your kids to a traditional school or you school them in your home, education is a vital developmental period for young people. The Bible should be our standard for rearing children for the Lord. In God's Word, the Bible, we read in Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 9, quote, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. End quote. Education begins in the home. You know, the Lord desires parents to intentionally choose to teach their children God's word. And it's also important that they grow not only in their knowledge of the Bible, but also in other areas, as we read in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, of our perfect example. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Today, we're delighted to have a homeschool mom on our show with us. Jen has a fascinating story that she and her family have been weaving together. So please welcome her into your hearts and into your home as you listen. How are you doing today, Jen? Very well. Thank you for having me. Great to have you with us. Um, can you tell us how a little about yourself and about your family and how you got to know, came to know the Lord? Absolutely. It would be my privilege. I came to know the Lord at age 15 when I was attending a Bible team camp. And, um, and I think that's just so important in your podcast a few weeks ago really resonated with me simply because it's so important to provide opportunities to children um, to know more about Christ. And um, you just never know what we say or what we do and what will be instrumental in their lives at that particular moment. Um, I began truly walking with the Lord, I believe, a couple years later um, when I recognized that he would be with me through all of my struggles and, and all of my joys and always as my father. And I am so grateful um, to him for that all these many years of my life. I have six children and five grandchildren. My grandchildren are uh, currently using the same curriculum that I have raised my children with. We have a, a span from 28 down to 8. Yeah, that's really awesome. So I'm excited to hear why you chose homeschooling rather than a traditional classroom setting. Can you share that with us? Absolutely. When our daughter was three years old, we started to recognize um, 
just the things that were going on in the world. And we just realized that um, the Lord had a different plan for us. And I didn't know anything about homeschooling. I didn't know um, anyone who homeschooled other than my aunt who homeschooled. And she was a missionary in Spain at the time. So it's not like I could just pick up the phone and and give her a call. Um, But when she was home on furlough, I talked a little bit about homeschooling to her. And she said, well, you know, this is the curriculum that we used. And I said, well, you know, I I think that the Lord is calling us to this. And um, as we went to to uh, pursue that, when our daughter turned five, I um, was so grateful that the curriculum that she had chosen for her own family was a blessing in mine. And we've used it for many, many years now, um, we just really felt like the Lord was calling us to homeschool. And I I can't describe it any other way than that. I just knew in my heart that this is the path, the journey that he had for us. So it's really neat to hear the reason why you chose to homeschool. You were really focusing on what's best for your child. As a homeschool mom myself, I'm always interested in the curriculum that my children will be learning from. So how did you choose the curriculum for your children? Do you like stick to just one kind or do you change up curriculums each year? You know, we have just been blessed from the very start to utilize a curriculum that is rooted in God's word and walks me through every step of what I need to say and what I need to do for my children. It's a huge relief to me to know that I have the resources right at my hands that are not only a quality product, but also um, rooted in the word and the word of God. And that to us is foundational. Yeah, that's very important. You know, as we talked about Deuteronomy 6 verses 5 through 9 where we are accountable we are responsible to teach our children and so I think it's very important what curriculum you use you know what curriculum is being taught we've chosen to utilize BJU Press homeschool curriculum within our home and we've done so our 23rd year and I can tell you that um, every year gets better and better oh very good so here on the mission field, I had the challenge of teaching multi-grades because we had a small um, school and that kind of thing. Homeschoolers are also confronted with that of teaching different age groups and that. How do you how do you go about that as a mother? Absolutely. Great question. Um, we have, like I said, a span of 20 years between our oldest and youngest. So we have three that have graduated and we have three still at home. We have um, two 11 year olds. And then we also have um, our eight year old. Um, Our two 11 year olds are not in the same grade um, simply because we, um, we have adopted and our daughter has some special needs. And I really just am so grateful to be able to modify the curriculum according to her needs, which I think is so very important as a homeschooling mom. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm essentially teaching three grade grade levels. So how do I do that? Well, for about half of our subjects, we use video courses, which are a huge blessing within our home. I know that when my back is turned and I'm 
teaching reading to one child, another child is watching their DVDs and doing their math lesson. And I know that they're getting the quality that I would want for them. I know that they would be getting the same quality as what I would be giving them as a mom. And um, so we do use video courses for about half of our subjects. That's awesome. Our family also has been using the BJU Press, and we do use the DVD sometimes. And my little ones love the teachers that they get to see on the DVDs. I like BJU Press because it's the teacher teaching the child. It's not a teacher teaching to a classroom and then you at home, you know, adding you in. But it's literally the teacher is like interacting in a sense, even though it's not live. Um, they ask open-ended questions, and it's really cute to hear my little ones answering back to the teacher the questions. So, yeah, the I think BGO Press has the quality um, quality DVDs. They use props, and there are actors. You know, they'll have drama, um, just a variety of learning techniques that really, really benefits my children's learning. So I'm thankful for that. Thank you, Shelley. I completely agree. Um, it's really fun to see my children come in the other room where I'm at and let me know what they've just learned mm -hmm. or the field trip virtually that they've just taken. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to utilize the quality um, that BJU Press puts out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. I know a lot of people have been concerned when they're homeschooling that um, whether they're teaching their children well enough and if their children are on track uh, for the grade levels, uh, what do you use to to sort of measure to gauge your kids' education? I think one of the first things to realize is that God has equipped us. God has equipped us with what we need to um, teach our children at home. It encourages a dependence on him. Um, and, and really, what is the standard anyway? Our children are uniquely designed. And I think that it's really a wonderful thing to look at their own, their own individualism. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I think it's really good to go ahead and, and just recognize that God has equipped each child differently. And it's our job as parents to make sure that we are um, encouraging them and equipping them with what they need to do whatever the Lord has called them to do in their lives. So for some of my children, that means college. And so for some of my children, that mean, that may mean a trade school. And for some of my children, you know, that may mean different things. And I think that it's important to recognize that the Lord has a different calling for each child. Every child is uniquely designed. For my daughter, uh, my daughter with the special needs that I mentioned before, I think that, um, God has challenged me to um, recognize that he has a special purpose for each person. And I knew that before, but I think that I really felt like I could teach both of my 11-year-olds together. And when it was apparent that I couldn't, God has really um, 
instilled a love within my heart for ministering to each child in the way that he has called me to minister to them. And so while we use the same curriculum for each one of our six children, I've never used it exactly the same way for any two of my children. Just a passion about homeschooling is that you can cater to the needs of the child. You know, they, like you said, they are unique. And we as parents, we're learning right alongside our children. They're not the only learners, right? And so there's a lot of character qualities that are being learned um, as a family, you know, patience and kindness and gentleness and just an understanding of each other's needs. So not only academics, but life skills and character qualities are being learned as well. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to hear more about your adoption journey as well, because that's near and dear to my heart. My husband and I adopted our little one. So tell us how that happened for your family. Well, after a round of secondary infertility, um, several years, my husband and I just still continue to feel the call to um, have more children. And we just didn't really understand it. You know, we went through the process of just asking the Lord to bless my womb. And then we went through the process of giving thanks for the children that we already had. And then the Lord opened our hearts to foster care. And um, as foster parents, um, we've seen a, a lot. We were foster parents for over 10 years. And um, we just knew that when our little girl came into our home, that she was meant to be ours. And uh, there was just a lot to consider. And um, I just really, um, I just really feel grateful for the Lord uh, to the Lord for bringing her within our home. And um, we've learned so much from her and, and just love her to pieces. That's very sweet. Yeah. And I have a brother who has special needs. So that's yet one more thing that I can connect with you about, Jen. So I love that. And again, just realizing the uniqueness of individuals, you know, what is normal, right? We have this gauge, we think, okay, that person is normal and that person is not. But really, in God's eyes, um, we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. Some of us just have a little more of a packaging that we have to unwrap before we can really see all the beauty from within. So, yeah, that's really neat that your family has opened your heart in your home and given this little one the opportunity to grow up in a godly home. I think it's just honestly um, that the Lord has blessed us as parents and um, truly, you know, I'm so, so glad that she's here and it really, um, it really humbles me in the picture of us being adopted into God's kingdom and in God's family. It's just a real wonderful picture of um, how he's how he's adopted and grafted us in. I also want to mention too that it really makes me aware of the changes that that we need to make for each child. And I think that what you said before about being fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, the Lord has a special purpose 
for each of us. And it's exciting to kind of figure that all out and unwrap it, as you said. It's really an exciting um, process. Yeah, yeah, that's very well, true. Assuming you adopted her uh, at a later stage of her life then, right? Well, she was actually placed in our home at five months old, and we adopted her at age three. Um, and by then, um, we had actually been blessed once again with our uh, biological son. And then um, I was six months pregnant with yet another child after, you know, 10 years of mm -hmm. infertility. So I think that the Lord used that experience to allow us to recognize that adoption was um, a process that he wanted us to walk through. And so while those many years were very difficult, I wouldn't trade them for the world. Mm -hmm. They really um, prepared our hearts for bringing our daughter home. Yeah. And you are being a blessing to her, but you are also being a blessing to countless other families out there too who maybe are contemplating adopting, but just haven't bravely taken that step forward. You've been a blessing also to homeschool families. And as a homeschool consultant for my own family, um, I'm thankful for you in helping me order, you know, curriculum for the school year. I'd like to hear how you became a homeschool consultant. How did you, how did you choose that path? Well, I have to tell you, thank you so much, Shelley, for those kind words. Um, it's been a blessing to walk your journey with you for the last few years, and I'm just so grateful that you allow me to, to do that. Each year when I went to order my homeschool curriculum, I met the same gentleman who one year told me about this great new opportunity for homeschool moms just like me to come in and um, and be able to work alongside other homeschool moms. And it was just a real blessing because it was something that I had already been doing. I had already been sharing. I had already been um, letting my friends know about what the materials that we were using in our home meant to us and how they were just such a blessing with a, you know, a fourth grader and a kindergartner and a brand new baby at home. Um, I couldn't homeschool without BJU Press. And I, and I say that from my heart. Um, but the representative there told me, you know, we have this opportunity that you can, you know, become a consultant for us. And I had the experience to be able to share with other moms. And, um, and so I did, I applied to be a consultant and I have been a consultant for, you know, over 15 years now. And I tell you, the reason I wanted to become a consultant is because when I first started homeschooling, I felt very alone. I had no one to help me, no one to walk me through. I was a product of the um, the public school and all of my friends had their children in public school. And um, I just really felt like I was all alone. And I vowed that no mom that I shared with would ever feel like she was alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, um, the climate has changed a little bit in the homeschool world in the last 25 years, but still, you know, moms go into this and they feel very concerned about, you know, am I doing the right thing? Do I, you know, am I 
able to do this homeschool thing. I don't know what I'm doing. And to be able to walk alongside them and say, you can do this. You know, God has equipped you. It's such an exciting um, joy. It's it's a wonderful journey to see them go from, I don't know what I'm doing and in tears to God has equipped me and I can do this. And I think that that's one of the most fulfilling things as a consultant that I get to watch that, that I get to pray for their children and pray for them. It is such a blessing in my heart. Uh, A mentor and cheerleader together, right? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so as, as we're, you know, things are changing in, in the world around us, of course, people are worried about um, what's going to happen in the future and that kind of stuff. And and there is stuff available for homeschool for uh, legislation and that kind of stuff. Can you tell us about the Homeschool League Defense Association and how listeners can contact them? Yes, Homeschool Legal Defense Association um, is a wonderful organization that assists us with knowing what legislation is coming down, what the homeschooling laws are. Um, They will be a great advocate and sometimes provide legal protection for you um, in the court system. Um, They offer state-specific resources for their members. I happen to be in Missouri, and one of the things that they give me as a member is a wonderful spreadsheet that will help me track my hours, and um, it totals it up for me. Super easy to use, um, and there's so much more. Um, HSLDA is just one of those organizations that I'm so, so grateful for. Um, You can check on their website. It's HSLDA dot org and um and certainly um they have a lot on there that you can browse and and learn more about the laws in your state i have been on their website and i do know that it's very user friendly so that is a blessing as well in the show notes i will put the link to hslda and is there a way that our listeners could connect with you in contacting you as a homeschool consultant? Absolutely. I can help anyone um, nationwide and even internationally. Um, My website is homeschoolhelp.com forward slash Jen, J-E-N-N hyphen leads, L-E-E-D-S. And I would love to assist any homeschool mom out there that would love to order through me with a discount, but also more importantly, the love and support that comes along with being a consultant. Um, I would just love to help them in any way that they need. Well, that's excellent. Thank you for sharing that. And in the show notes, I will put those links to uh, your website as well as um, other ways that people can connect. Well, it's really been lovely to have you on our podcast today, Jen, and we appreciate so much your time and talents that you have shared with all of us listening. And there might be some of you listeners out there who, first and foremost, your interest in the Lord should be who he is and realize that Jesus wants to be your savior. I know earlier Jen and I were talking about adoption and just the beautiful picture that adoption shows when a person is born into the family of God. And what that means is when they put their trust in Jesus, 
you get a new family. It's a new spiritual family, right? You have a heavenly father and a heavenly home to look forward to. And you have friends and family can encourage you along this journey as well. So in the show notes, I will put verses from the Bible that will point you to Jesus and how you can have a personal relationship with him as Jen was talking about her personal relationship with the Lord at the beginning of this episode. It was really great to have you with us, Jen. And do you have any prayer requests that our listeners can pray about as we sign off for today? Thank you so much for having me. I just have really enjoyed being with you ladies today and and with all of your listeners. I think that one of the things that um, is on my heart is just that we would um, pray that God would give us all wisdom to know how to raise our children in the admonition of the Lord. I just really have a a heart for that, and I just pray that all of your listeners uh, would be in prayer for that because we're raising the next generation and it's it's so vitally important to be able to um to do that with the lord's help yeah and you are actually starting on a third generation because there's you and your children and then your grandchildren so that's pretty amazing just the impact that you're having and then as your children and grandchildren go on they will also be influencing other people And our buzzword for our podcast episode this year is um, influencers. And that's what we as moms, as dads, you know, as Christians in the world, we want to make that godly impact and be that influence for what is right in the world. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows, and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord. Because it does matter. Adios. Bye-bye. Ciao for now.